She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hi guys, welcome to today's episode and we have a guest that's coming back because he was so amazing. We wanted him back. It's John Laurence and he is a naturopath, a chiropractic neurologist. He's been in practice for over 25 years. He actually travels internationally teaching other doctors. People are flying him in. He is amazing and he's got a new book coming out, Melatonin, The Miracle Molecule and stay listening to this because you guys are going to get a free copy of this book, which is going to be so awesome. And today we're going to be talking about how to accomplish faster results with fasting. We're going to talk about post-fasting and refeeding, microbiome swarming, how you can rebuild your microbiome, how melatonin can help your gut and buffer stress. So I'm so excited. Welcome, Dr. John. Wow. Chantel, thank you so much for having me on your show again. It's a pleasure and an honor. Well, if you guys are listening to this via the podcast, I cannot stress enough because I'm going to be kind of showing you some different things. We're going to be talking about things. So I really want you to go to the YouTube channel. I'll put it the, the link in the notes. Go in there and actually watch this episode because we're going to be showing you some things and we're going to be getting down and dirty today. So I want you to talk about this new thing that you're doing where you can help people accomplish faster results with fasting and shorten that fasting window. So let's talk about that to start. Yeah, it, it's a great, you know, so many people have a hard time with fasting. You know, there's such a huge body of uh, science that's coming out showing us how incredible fasting can be to extend life and to improve our inflammation in our body and just make us healthier um, become more fat adapted. Uh, there's, you know, some of the work coming out with, um, Jason Fung, where they're literally reversing diabetes with fasting. So we know fasting has a lot of, um, utility for us to live a more vital, longer, robust, happier life. Um, but how do we do that with, um, our busy life and how, how do we kind of fit this into some of our, our lifestyle? So what I, what I, um, I was looking at fasting and I was um, kind of working with some ideas to try and figure out how I can increase the signaling of, of, of fasting and around fasting. So for those watching this, it's really about these signaling factors to the body. So an example would be as if I go into a sauna and I get heat, there's a signaling to the body to adapt to the heat. And the, the adaption is called hormesis. And so we have what's called a familiar zone, which is, this is, you know, we're going through a normal day in our life and we're in this familiar zone. And then outside of the familiar zone, we have this hormetic zone. And the hormetic zone is when there's a stressor that takes us a little bit beyond what our body normally experiences. And this is actually a really healthy zone to be because the body actually responds by becoming um, healthier. So there's a net gain in health because the body says, oh boy, you know, I need to like figure out how I can have better chemistry or uh, a better adaptation to this stressor. And so the next time that stressor comes along, 
the body's able to handle it um, much quicker and more efficiently. So fasting is considered a stressor. Um, it's, a, it's a significant stressor to our micro, microbiome, which is why fasting can be great for gut issues. I, you know, there's a there's one teacher that would say you can't fix a road when there's traffic on it, and you know this is kind of the the idea of of of, of repairing the gut, and so fasting is like taking the traffic off the highway. But but let's go back to this hor, this whole hormet, um, hormetic zone. So you can imagine you got the familiar zone, then you've got the hormetic zone, and then outside of the hormetic zone you have the danger zone. Right. This is where you get into that and it's not good for you. You're going to have a negative impact on your health. So this this goes for um, an infection. Right. I mean, we see the um, the the critical and uh, severe covid results where people have a cytokine storm. Right. It's just the, the their, their body's ability to adapt and that 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 stressor is way too high. So we start looking at these stressors and they're signaling to the body to be healthier. So fasting, in, in the sense of fat, fasting, we look at the ability to make these signals for us to get these benefits to fasting, which is primarily through a gene called mTOR, or they also call that the mammalian target of rapamycin. And you know, basically they were digging around on Rapa Nui Island, which is Easter Island, and they found this this bacteria, this fungus, right? And they they took it and they started giving it to um, uh, to these um, um, uh, C. elegans, I think it was, and they were trying to um, see if it would extend life. And it was the first compound ever that humankind discovered that actually extended life is rapamycin, right? So that's where rapamycin was discovered. So they discovered these all these genes of life extension and they found that it mimics calorie restriction. So it's the same thing when we don't eat, we activate this gene. Um, I'm sorry, if we don't eat, we inhibit this gene. When we eat primarily protein, we activate this gene called mTOR. And so um, we eat too much. That's the problem. We're always eating, we're never, allowing mTOR to be inhibited. And so what happens when that's inhibited is there's something called autophagy, which in Greek stands for uh, self-eating. And this is where the body cleans and recycles, okay? A lot of the benefits of fasting actually happen when we refeed. This is when we start eating again, the body then goes into, we want microbiome swarming. So we want the good bacteria to come back stronger we don't want to support the bad ones, right? Um, we want um, stem cells to be released. We want new mitochondria to be produced. And so this is called mitochondrial biogenesis. So there's all these magical things that happen after we fast that can be increased if we give it the right signaling. And same thing while we're fasting, if we do things to enhance autophagy and the cleanup of cells called senescent cells, um, senescent cells are these zombie cells. So you can imagine in our city here, if we had a lot of cars that were driving around that were old, they hogged gas, they're creating a lot of pollution. And I was to go take all those cars and make new Teslas or something like that, right? Something that's super efficient. The air quality would be better, right? We would consume less gas as a, as a, as a city. Same thing happens in your body is we lose the 
ability to find these cells as they get older when it's time for these things to be retired and recycled. But they, they, they don't, and they continue to float around the body, and they produce a lot of what's called oxidation, which is inflammate, causes inflammation in the body, and they suck up a lot of your energy. So they drain energy, they create inflammation, and they're associated with aging and a lot of diseases. So we don't want these cells. This is another benefit of fasting is we literally get to clean these senescent cells up. What we do um, with what's called the fast track fast, okay? Um, fast track fast is a uh, protocol that can be done for a 24 hour fast, which anybody can go lunch to lunch, right? So you can just skip dinner have, and have a late lunch, the you know, skip breakfast the next day. Um, and so it can be as simple as that, or you can do longer. You can do a three or four or five day fast, but there's products that we have designed, which are available both in a suppository and a liposomal that you can take um, pre-fast, which primarily what we're doing is we're charging up cellular energy pre-fast. So when you go into the fasting, the body has a bigger window, right? So we remember we go back to that hormetic zone if we build up cellular energy, we're gonna actually expand that zone where we can go further with stronger signaling before we got, go into this danger zone, you see? And um, we, you know, after we kind of talk about the fasting, maybe we can circle back on melatonin because melatonin is probably the biggest um, supplement that one can take that can expand that hormetic zone quite a bit. That's kind of where it shines. So during the fasting, we take some what's called synolytics and um, compounds that really enhance cellular autophagy. After the fast, um, we have something called Stemtor, which has rhodiola, it has deer antler, and it has the primary protein called L-leucine, which is the strongest activator to, um, to mTOR. And so this allows people to go and very simply have a very easy kit um, there's a kit that allows for a three day, um, three days of each phase. So there's a phase one, phase two, and a phase three. So I want to show this to you. I want to show you. And like I said, if you're listening to this, um, I'd love for you to watch this. But here is an actual suppository. So I want to repeat what you said. So this this one in this container is called NAD Max, right? So here's a suppository. Literally, I guess you just take it right out of here stick it right up your butt. And then is it just going to stay there? Like what's going to happen? Do you need to lay down for a little while? Like walk us through and this, this NAD max, first of all, kind of talk a little bit about NAD. Um, you know, cause I know for us at this restore cryotherapy that we have right near us, they do NAD and they do it in your arm and it, I mean, the packages start at like $1,600, like it's extraordinarily expensive. So explain this a little bit more of what this, so this one's called NAD Max, explain how to do it and what to do. Right. So this product is really the phase one. That's why there's a one on it. Um, so suppositories are a rectal absorption. And so for people that might um, be a little bit, um, uh, uh, you know, 
thinking, however, there might be thinking about a suppository, it's, it's an incredible delivery method. And the reason being is you have to think about ultimately you want these nutrients to get into your cell. Otherwise they're not doing you any good. You pee them out, you know, they, they're the, the, in the cell is when they do the magic. Okay. So if you can imagine, if you go to get an IV, like, let's say you do like a Myers cocktail, which is a common IV that we might do here has high vitamin C and B vitamins. You may uh, get the IV for an hour. And so the body has an hour to where the, the, this, these nutrients are floating in the blood and it has about an hour to try to pull those nutrients into the cell. Um, whereas if you took the same nutrients and you put them in a suppository, those nutrients are going to be slowly released over five or six hours. So the cells have all that time to pull the nutrient in. So it, it's, it's also NAD can create some side effects. So that's why the, a lot of times these infusions can be five or six hours and still people feel these, it's almost like if you take a lot of niacin, you know, and you have like kind of like a heaviness in your chest, a lot of people don't like the side effects. Um, there's no side effects with this and the dosage is very similar to an IV. So I think um, uh, the NAD suppository is, it's like you're literally the convenience factor, you know, you wake up in the morning, you might have your first morning bowel movement, you place a suppository and it's, it's no big deal. Literally. It's like, it goes right up there. Um, it's fairly lubricated just the way it is. Um, you, you wash your hands at the sink and you're done. You don't even know it's there. So it kind of turns into like an oil. And then from there, it slow releases in, in, into your bloodstream and it bypasses your gut and your first pass through your liver, which is what causes a lot of the, the substances that we take orally never really get much absorption uh, systemically. So the suppositories are really, um, but we also have all of these products in a liposomal, which is going to be your second best form of delivery because these liposomes mirror, uh, mirror your cell membranes. And so it's able to carry these nutrients into the bloodstream and then release them in the bloodstream as well. Well, I want to jump into a few listener questions that we really do need to answer because we've been kind of holding these ones off, but I wanted to just chime into some of these. This first one is from Jean Morticella from Lenox, Massachusetts. I've been doing some extended fasting, 48 hours, 24 hours, and 72 hours hours over the last few months. I have eczema and psoriasis. And when I fast, it improves big time, but then it comes back when I do eat, I guess she's saying. Sometimes when I eat dairy, it gets worse. And sometimes when I eat dairy, I don't see any benefit. I don't see any benefits or non-benefits. I see benefits from fasting, but it doesn't seem to help my gut. I've lost weight and my skin improves only while I'm fasting. As soon as I start eating, it doesn't improve again. I have taken gluten out and sometimes I feel dairy. I feel great on dairy and sometimes I don't. What are your thoughts? Jean, it looks like Morticella. Lenox, yeah. Massachusetts. It, it sounds like the the keto, uh, the ketosis and the ketogenic state is working really well for her. And carbohydrates are probably, um, you know, she's got some imbalance in her gut. You know, any skin conditions, I'm always thinking gut. You know, probably your 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 skin is going to be a representation of what your gut looks like. 
So when she has those, the psoriasis on her skin, probably if we were to go in and look at her gut, we would see lesions in the gut as well. So when, when, we, when we consider gut, we want to think about the, the balance of good versus bad bacteria, but not just that, because that's not always the problem. It's the environment, the terrain. So if we have a healthy terrain that supports the good bacteria, then we're going to have good bacteria. So the, there's probably some dietary um, aspects where maybe she could start working with like, you know, some people even have a lot of benefit with like the carnivore diet or even pulsing the carnivore diet um, or looking more at a ketogenic diet. Um, so I think there might be more to do for her to kind of dig in with some of those um, dietary. So after that, I would say that um, in my book, uh, Melatonin Miracle Molecule, we have a whole chapter on gut. The best way to read this, this book, and by the way, this is the first time I've done a giveaway on this book. The book is, is 1995 and it's digital, but we're going to be releasing this on Amazon in a couple of months. I'm just working on a couple, um, the last chapter on liver and cancer. Um, but, um, but we're going to give the book away. And the best way to read the book is read the first chapter or two. So you really can wrap your head around um, the amazing uh, things that melatonin does and then skip to the chapter that most interests you. If you're interested in cardiovascular or skin or gut or liver or um, uh, uh, neurological, um, really literally every, every system in the body has a benefit to, um, to, to melatonin because it works through your core energy producing um, entity called the mitochondria. So I would suggest that she look at um, taking melatonin because they actually have done studies, and this is in my book, where when they gave exogenous melatonin, it suppressed the growth of the bad bacteria and it promoted the growth of the good bacteria. So um, microbiome swarming is something that happens after a fast. And it also happens every night when our body switches into this sleep phase, when melatonin starts to be released. So in our brain, we produce a certain amount of mel melatonin, but there's actually 400 times more melatonin that's produced in the gut. So the gut is secreting melatonin to support your microbiome. So you can also take me uh, melatonin orally. So I would probably favor the, um, you know, either the suppository or the liposomal. So the liposomal is, is really going to help to support the gut as far as like the anything from the mouth down, you know, the small intestines, um, anything in the large intestines, which is primarily where all your bacteria are, uh, the, the suppository is actually pretty, pretty effective. Mm. Now we get into some very high dosing. Um, sorry to interrupt you there, but no, go ahead. Um, we, we get into really high dosing where we're dosing people up towards 200 milligrams. So, you know, people wrapping their head around this, normally people are dosing two, three, four milligrams, maybe up to 20, but it's not something that is dosed typically that way. Um, it's melatonin is very safe. There's no toxic level. They've done studies and every single study, if you go to my and read my book, you'll start to read through studies on cancer and cardiovascular disease and stroke and, and psoriasis and ulcerative colitis and, you know, all of these different symptoms. And the researchers at the end of every study always say that they don't see any uh, negative effects of the melatonin. 
and they've dosed up to 150,000 milligrams and they stopped the study because they didn't see any negative effects. The other thing is there's no negative feedback loop. So if we take melatonin, we never shut our own production down. So there's no reason at all to start going up into higher doses of um, doses with melatonin. And this is such a generous offer. He's never done it before. And so Dr. John is just so generous. So you guys right now, you guys need to go to the site, the the code for you guys to get the free download. This is this book's going to be $19.95. For you, it's completely free. The code is Chantel Ray. Tell them the site for them to go to. I'll also put it in the show notes, Dr. John. Great. You know, I, I have such a mission right now to get the word out on melatonin. It's so timely with everything going on. Um, it, it's almost like the most, you know, we, you had asked me before we started the show, like, what, what does melatonin do? And, you know, we, I think we set the stage pretty well as far as the familiar zone, the hormetic zone, and the, and the, and the, the, um, the danger zone. Well, melatonin is your primary buffer against stress. And if I could simplify this, uh, the best way I could do that is say that every single stressor is going to wind up with inflammation. And that's through something called cytokines. So the stressor leads to inflammation, which is the cytokines, which is basically like the chemistry that happens with inflammation. And what that does at the cellular level is it shifts the energy from being able to produce let's say a hundred blocks of coal, right? So if I'm gonna burn coal for energy, let's say that one glucose molecule is like a hundred blocks of coal. Well, when you have inflammation, your cells shift to energy production. It's called aerobic glycolysis, but literally you can only use 10 of those blocks of coal instead of normally a hundred. And so it starves out our immune system. It starves out our nerves in our brain, in our heart. You know, a lot of these more metabolically sensitive organs in our body start to choke out. And what melatonin is there normally being produced by the cell to quench this. But when you get into that hormetic zone and you start to get into the, into the stress zone, there's no more melatonin left, right? And especially as we get older, we have less and less ability to quench this. And so if you give exogenous melatonin, what they've shown is it restarts, not only does it quench it, but it restarts the cellular's ability to make its own melatonin again to, to buffer it. And that's why, you know, even with COVID, you know, they are, a lot of hospitals are giving melatonin to patients in the hospital settings because it helps with some of these um, uh, runaway inflammatory responses that happens. So that, if you guys go again, that's melatoninbook.com. You just add the book to your cart, but then when it, instead of asking for your credit card, you just do coupon code and the coupon code is Chantel Ray. Hey guys, I'd love for you guys to listen to a podcast that we did about the side effects from wine and the differences between natural wine and traditional wine. So go to ChantelRayWay.com slash wine and you'll see transcripts, you'll see some different episodes, but here's the thing. You can get your penny bottle now of dry farm wines and make the decision that if you're going to have wine to make sure you have the most natural, healthy wine in the world with no additives, only natural ingredients, 
all the other wines out there have so much sulfate, so much sugar. Why put that poison in your body? So get your penny bottle now at ChantelRayWay.com slash wine. So um, let me chime in with one more question that we haven't been asking that someone put in that I want to answer. This is from Jessica Blanchard. I don't know what city she's from. She says, I've binged on your podcast for the past month. I think I only have 10 episodes left, but I hear some different responses about coffee with creamer. I was adding protein shake in my coffee, but not one with a lot of calories. One shake has 160 calories, six grams of sugar, and I only use about a third of the shake in my morning coffee along with a scoop of collagen. Is this breaking my fast? I'm really trying to get into intermittent fasting and I'm pretty good with it most days, but I work and I'm still working on self-control after work and on my days off, LOL from Jessica. You know, so. I love this question. You know, I it, it's I, I hear this so often and I think people get caught up thinking it's black or white because it's not, you know? I mean, even the one of the researchers that did the the most profound research with fasting, Walter Longo, um, and 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 he was working a lot with time-restricted eating and was able to really um, hone in ex exact metrics. And he noticed that if you stay below like say 700 calories a day, he was still seeing a lot of benefit with people. So if you start thinking about it as a signal and you can have a weaker signal or you can have a stronger signal. So obviously if you do just straight black coffee, there's no creamer, there's no sugar, there's no um, honey, there's no nothing you're going to be deeper into this autophagy. You're going to be clearing more senescent cells. You're going to be breaking down more of those mitochondria that aren't working very well. And, um, but it's not like you're not doing it at all. So I would say that there might be days where you want to do nothing at all. And there might be days where, Hey, you know, you might need a little bit of that boost because you've got a meeting at work, you know, or you need a little bit extra support. Um, but I, I don't think it's black or white. So I hope that was a good response for her. Okay, good. Um, so let's talk a little bit because we talked about how fasting can rebuild your microbiome, but I want you to expand on that a little bit more. And like that last question, she was saying, you know, I've seen a lot of, and I've heard this before that people are like, you know, I feel like I have a lot of gut issues. I've tried fasting. It's given me all these benefits over here, but I'm not seeing the benefits in my gut. And I've heard that multiple times from multiple people. So I want you to address that and how maybe adding some of these, you know, um, supplements in might help. Well, yeah, they, they could definitely help. And even um, utilizing the melatonin as part of the, the protocol. So, you know, probably I've been using fasting in the clinic here for probably at least 15 years, you know, and so typically a patient will come in and we'll start them on, you know, uh, an initial protocol. And it usually involves, I'll have them do a 24 hour fast every single week. I'll have them do time-restricted eating. So I'll have them do a window, sometimes as small as four hours, sometimes 10 or 12 hours, but 
we're trying to give them that time every day where they're fasting, right? And then once a week, they're doing the 24 hour fast. Then once a month for three months, they're going to do a three to five day fast. So an extended fast. Okay. So that's the protocol. I really like to work with patients for an entire three months. So I would be curious if, if folks would do something to that level, if they would still have their gut problems, but you know, you, you can't expect to be continuing to eat McDonald's or eat, you know, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of your listeners aren't that extreme, right. But they might be looking at their diet saying, Hey, I think I'm eating pretty healthy, but boy, if you're eating out at restaurants a lot, guess what? They're cooking with vegetable oil. These are inc incredibly inflammatory and that's going to show up in your gut. You know, you might be eating a lot of like chips and it says organic and it's like all these amazing ingredients, but at the end of the day, you know, it's still a lot of carbohydrates, you know? And so these carbohydrates are going to favor the bad bacteria, right? So we want to start looking at, at diet that supports the gut um, and melatonin can, can really support the gut where you can do the melatonin every day, which you know, I do that quite often with people is I'll just put them on the melatonin for those three months, or you can pulse it where you take the melatonin, um, after the fast. So you're accentuating that, that microbiome swarming. So you had asked about what, what's really happening with the, with the, uh, the fasting. So if you can imagine if you don't eat your microbiome is not going to eat. And so there's going to be a survival of the fittest, right? So there's going to be a breakdown in these bacteria. And so when you start eating again, you're going to basically start to um, grow back the ones that are going to be stronger and more robust. And so this is where you want to really look at your diet strategy during your refeeding um, and really minimizing a lot of the carbohydrates and a lot of the more acid forming foods that would favor the bad bacteria. Hey guys, I really want you to join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. We're doing tons of giveaways right now for posting your before and after pictures and just for posting a question in there. We're giving away free protein shakes, some digest aid, all kinds of fun stuff. So please join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. Tell us what a day in the life of what you eat is. I'd love to hear what, what do you eat? So like what would be a typical lunch for you or what would be a typical dinner for you? Well, I'm not, um, I'm not a vegetarian, but I'll, I'll do a number of vegetarian meals. Um, I have one of those um, air fryers here at the clinic. And so I have a, ga um, a glass container um, like a Pyrex, right? It's like a little, you know, so I put food in there and then, you know, I'll cook it. Um, so I have a hot meal. And so a lot of times I'll, I'll chop up like zucchini and maybe some broccoli or some ver various vegetables, some onions. Um, I have, I'll go out into my garden. I'll get some, um, I've got, Oh, I love this fresh oregano. You got to have an oregano plant. I have one. Yeah. I have a huge garden in the back. Yeah. So I'll put some oregano, some, you know, some, um, um, basil, uh, some rosemary. I'll put some, um, MCT oil. Cause I like that with cooking better than any of the other oils. If I have olive What's oil. What's your top four oils that you would say you cook with? Um, I pretty exclusively just cook with the MCT. So any other oils I'll put on after I, I cook my meal. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got some really expensive olive oil and that's what I've been doing. Like it's, it's like $80 for a bottle like that big uh-huh. or whatever it is. I don't know. It was extraordinarily expensive, but it's supposed to be really good for you. So I've been doing the same thing. I've been, well, I've been cooking like maybe a little with like avocado oil, but just uh-huh. as little as possible. Mm-hmm. And then to give it a little bit more, I'll put that real expensive olive oil uh-huh. over top of it. Yeah, that's a good way. That's a good way. You know, um, linoleic and alpha linoleic, um, oil is, is very important. We use that a lot in the clinic, you know, and that's going to be like in flaxseed oil and, um, evening primrose oil and things like that. So, um, there's, you know, you can get, so it typically we like to see that in a four to one ratio, but this can be a really helpful blend of oils. Um, and we can post the, um, this particular product we use here in your show notes, if you want, but yeah. I put that on my salad and it's really good for inflammation. Usually what I'll look at is I'll look at like a alpha linoleic, linoleic four to one oil, um, an evening primrose oil separately, a really good fish oil and um, straight phosphatidylcholine. And I look at that as being an incredibly healthy blend altogether because it's really supporting your cell membranes and your inflammation in your body. And this is what I, I'm really starting to understand is at the core of almost all diseases is not just that inflammation is part of that, that picture, but it's the cell membranes ability to interact with hormones, right? So this is where your hormones are active is at the set. So all these people having hormonal problems, you know, maybe they need to start looking at their cell membranes and how toxic those are heavy metals will wind up in the cell membranes. A lot of these bad fats, long chain fatty acids, um, uh, trans fats and odd chain fatty acids. So things that you can do to flush those out with these, um, these good oils, you know, like the, the really high quality um, olive oil is fantastic. So let's go back to these because what we had talked about is basically what why we want to use these kind of suppositories is it's kind of like instead of me doing a three-day fast, maybe I could do a one-day or one-and-a-half-day fast and get the benefits of a three-day fast. So I want, let's start with each packet, explain it in detail, really even for people who've never even heard of NAD. So like this is called NAD Max, and this says has, this is what you're supposed to do from if you're doing a day one, like if you're going to, let's say you do a 24 hour fast. Now I'm supposed to take, like, can I do this at work? So like, if I wanted to, like, do I need to lay down? Do I need to keep it in? Like, talk to us in detail about it. Yeah. So you can either do it standing or laying down, you know, um, it's really very easy to insert um, once people try it. So this is um, NAD, NAD max is during the phase one. NAD is a um, kind of a sister of niacin. And what they found is that this NAD tends to decline pretty dramatically as we get old, or if we've had stressful um, uh, disease processes in our body. And it's rate limiting because the NAD is necessary for this energy production that happens in the mitochondria. So we talked about the mitochondria earlier. It's where, it's where the energy is made in the cell. And 
when you start running low in NAD, it's a rate limiting situation, meaning that as you run low, the mitochondria runs out of NAD, so it can't produce energy, so it starts to choke, right? So what they found is when they give NAD to pe people exogenously, so from, you know, um, and not orally, it doesn't really, uh, it gets broken down by the stomach acid and it's no good. But there are precursors to NAD, one of them being nicotinamide riboside. So NAD stands for nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide, okay? And so there's two precursors that in science are showing to be beneficial. However, there's a bit of a, controversy, which is which is better, right? And so nicotinamide riboside or NR and nicotinamide mononucleotide or NMN. This product has all three of them. So it's really the only thing I know of in the market that's really put everything together. So um, I feel like it might even be better than going to a doctor and spending $1,600 on an IV, not just because it's a slow delivery, there's no side effects, it's extremely convenient, but you actually have more in there than you do with um, your typical NAD supplement. NAD will support all of your cells, but it will also support those nasty cells that we talked about earlier called senescent cells. And this is one of the main reasons that you don't want to dose NAD every single day. Not only would it be expensive, but a lot of people are on these these supplements of NAD and they're like taking it every day. It's not the way to do it. So we do NAD um, within the, um, the first phase, but we also put this very special plant extract called physotin, which comes from strawberries. And if you look up physotin, it is magical. I mean, what that does to clean up senescent cells is unbelievable. They found such positive results in the, in the research with inflammation by clearing out these senescent cells with a lot of um, um, animal models that it, it's, just, it's just shocking. So um, we've actually put physotin in the NAD max so that it would minimize some of that support to senescent cells as well. Hey guys, I'm so excited. My new book, One Meal and a Tasting is out now. And if you order the book on Amazon, just the regular paperback edition, if you go in and make a review, you will get the audio book for free. Send a copy of your receipt to questions at chantelrayway.com and you'll get the audio book right away. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard that the conversion of our fuels, like protein, fat, and carbohydrates into energy requires NAD. And so if if you've got if you've got all this good food that you're eating, you know, it's not gonna do a good it's not gonna do a thing for you if your cells can't extract the energy from that. And that NAD like plays a key role in just the energy production. And so that's why the NAD is so important. It, am I right in that or am I? Well, it, would, it would be like having um, coal that you're sticking in your furnace and not having fire, you know, so you can't actually make energy out of that, those glucose molecules. So we eat food and ultimately, you know, we have a conversion into energy and that happens in the mitochondria. So you're absolutely correct. Okay. So now you can do one of these or two of them per day, right? So like, but you suggest at least doing maybe a 24 hour fast. So just do a 24 hour fast. Then after, like after the 24 hours, then you 
use the suppository or while you're doing the fast? So kind of back when we said, hey, I like people to do a 24-hour fast once a week. So mm-hmm. I have this three-month protocol. Mm-hmm. And so what I'll do with patients is I'll have them do two days of the NAD. They do a 24-hour fast. And within those two days, they're doing the Lucitol, which have all those magical plant polyphenols. And that's okay. So hold on, repeat that one more time. So you can actually take this NAD max even before you're fasting, correct? Before it's the pre-fast. Okay. So this is the pre-fast. So then once you're actually fasting, then you can take this. Right. So this is, this is a family of plant extracts that will accentuate autophagy and the cleaning up of senescent cells. And how many of these are you going to take while you're in the fast? Two a day. Okay, so you could take like two a day for this. And then explain this one, which is called Stemtor. So this is the the after the fast. This is during refeeding. And so this is activating mTOR. So this is where you're going to get an activation of um, uh, your mitochondria growing back your stem cells being released, you know, so after you've, it's like we talked about the kitchen, right? If we had to remodel the kitchen, we're going to tear out all the, 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 the tiles, right? So we tear out all the tiles. And if you can imagine the body can take those tiles and break them down into tiny pieces and make new tiles, right? So the refeeding is when we go in and we put those new tiles into the kitchen in the, in the bathroom so that it's now functional again. So if you're just fasting and you're not paying attention to that part of that remodel, then you're missing a big part of it. Mm. Well, now I want you to, I know that we had talked about, they can go to mitozen, M-I-T-O-Z-E-N.com slash Chantel dash Ray. And I think we messed it up the last time. So we need to, if you go there now, I think we forgot the dash the first time. So it's C-H-A-N-T-E-L dash R-A-Y. It's Mitozen. And I'll put the, the correct link in the show notes. So tell them if they go there, what are they going to find? Uh, well, so MitoZen, we have a, a lot of products on there. And so um, there's the, uh, the the Fast Track Fast, or we also call it the Mito Fast. Um, we have the Sandman, which is the high-dose melatonin. And keep, keep in mind, I know we've, we've said this before, but all of these are available in a suppository, but also a liquid liposomal. And so if you're opposed to suppositories, I, I would say, hey, try it. Um, but if you're opposed to it, we do have both options. But don't you think the suppository usually like people really, that's the better way because a lot, everyone, a lot of people listening to this has got a lot of gut issues. So right. now if you're drinking it and now your gut's not absorbing it, that the suppository is really the better way for people to go. It just might be a lot of these people complaining about these gut problems because, you know, the gut is everything. If you have a healthy gut, you know, you're healthy and robust. So, you know, it might be that a lot of these people just utilizing a nutrient delivery where they're actually getting those nutrients into their body might mean everything for them. It might make, make a big difference. Yeah. I, I love the quote, the road to health is paved with good intestines. 
you know, because <laughs> it's like, you know, figure out how you can every day live so that you can get your microbiome in the best, best shape that you possibly can. Yeah, I love that quote. That's awesome. All right. Well, tell listeners where they can find you. Tell them again about the free book offer and anything else that I didn't already ask you. Well, you know, if if someone listened to our first show, um, give me an email and let, let us know. And if you did try the product, I want to hear about your response. Um, and, you know, so the book Melatonin Miracle Molecule I'm going to give it away to you. And I, you have my permission to share it with as many people as you want. Right. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm on a mission to, to spread the good word because I've just seen such improvement on so many people and we get emails and phone calls pouring into the clinic, uh, people that have been really helped with uh, doing not just melatonin, but higher dosing of melatonin. Um, you, I've got an educational site called ultimatecellularreset.com, and we have a YouTube channel that I have uh, a variety of guests, and we have different topics and subjects, kind of like what you're doing with this podcast. Um, and then our clinic is advancedrejuvenation.us. Um, we do a lot of regenerative medicine using stem cells and orthopedic work and neuro neurological. So you can kind of look at that site and see a lot of the different um, modalities. A lot of patients will travel in and stay with us for a week or two or three and, and we'll do treatment on them. And then of course, you know, you'd already mentioned it a few times, the uh, store is MitoZen. Now, as far as melatonin goes, Talk about, do you have melatonin suppositories there on that site as well? Yes. They're called Sandman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's, there's three versions of that suppository. There's Sandman, uh, which is the regular Sandman, which is 200 milligrams of melatonin. There's super Sandman, which has 425 milligrams of melatonin. And then there's something called Sandman Soul which is meant to take during the day. And so there are a lot of doctors that use our products and they'll dose their patients both day and night. 80% of people can actually tolerate even these really high doses of melatonin during the day. And there are certain diseases that doctors really like to use these high doses of melatonin to keep it in their system um, pretty much continually. Mm. That's awesome. So which one would you recommend if you're starting well, I, out? I would definitely start out with just the regular Sandman. And I might even say split it in half and just for the first couple of nights do half. Um, if you find that you wake up and you're really groggy, um, one, one, one thing that melatonin does is it actually detoxes our brain from heavy metals. So sometimes when people first start dosing in higher dosages, they may feel a little extra groggy the next day. And it might be because they're going through a detox or they might be a slow metabolizer. So there's a small subset of the population that metabolize melatonin very slowly. So what'll happen is they'll wake up and there's still a lot of melatonin in their system. And so because you can take melatonin earlier and as long as there's light in your eyes, you're not gonna get tired. Some people are even dosing it like you know before dinner or after dinner, three or four hours before they go to sleep, and then they wake up and they're feeling really refreshed. 
So those are some recommendations I would say is start out with half for a couple of days. If you do notice that you're groggy the next morning, don't be afraid to dose it, you know, several hours before your bedtime. You shouldn't like go into a coma, you know, before it's it's your bedtime. It should actually be perfect. As soon as there's total darkness, that melatonin will kick in and and you'll fall into a blissful sleep. Awesome. Well, you guys, make sure you check out the show notes. This was an incredibly generous offer from Dr. John. He is such a wealth of knowledge. I highly recommend you go in and download that right away. And you guys stay tuned. Keep those questions coming. We'll be back in just a few. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.